Welcome to another episode of EG Like Sunday Morning, back after its bank holiday break. I myself have been away for two whole weeks and would like to say that I have returned fully refreshed, ready for a typically light-hearted weekly roundup on EGLSM. Alas, uh, the wind has been well and truly taken out of my sails by the results of EG's latest race diversity in real estate survey. Depressing reading just does not cover how disheartening the responses have been and the picture they paint of an industry that is comprehensively failing so many of its brightest talents. Today, uh, I'm joined by editor Sam McClary and senior writer Piers Weiner to discuss some of the findings. Now, Sam, regular listeners will know that we discussed uh, the issue of racial discrimination in real estate uh, in the wake of the abuse visited on England footballers this summer, but um, this survey, the survey responses paint an even bleaker picture, don't they? They really do. And I have to say it was one of the most upsetting things I've ever had to had to read. And it took me quite a long time, actually, to go through a lot of the responses. And not because this time I was shocked by the experiences, I was still shocked by the experiences of, of people, of course, but it was this, just this overwhelming feeling of of despondency of, well, this is the way it is. You know, there was all this talk of, of change and none of it has happened. And it was just heartbreaking. And for me, one of my um, worst traits is that I don't do well when I don't feel like I'm in control of anything. And oh. for me, sort of reading the results, I felt entire, entirely powerless. And, mm. you know, um, we've been quite vocal here at EG that we want to help the industry make a difference and we want to change ourselves. And I, I just read it and thought, we haven't done enough. We haven't done anything, you know. You know, the the pen is mightier than the sword and all that, but is it really? Mm. You know, is it just is it just words? How do we really make a difference? Because we we haven't. We just haven't. And that was shameful for me and heart and heartbreaking. And it, it seems so looking into some of the figures that that sort of concerns about um racial discrimination and lack of diversity in real estate are, are only getting, getting worse. worse yeah yeah and quite significantly so the mm. um sort of percentage change of of um respondents who um you know thought that racism was an issue in in real estate that there weren't enough um uh people from um ethnic minority or BAME backgrounds in senior positions they were all um you know they were big last time but they were bigger this time and then when you delve down even deeper into um in the respondents if if you are a a black person in real estate today you are having a, a largely from the results anyway having a horrible horrible time and that is not not acceptable mm. and and yeah they're just um they're, they're they're hard to read results mm. but but to try and flip it to um a little bit of, of positivity there are also a hell of a lot of um actions in there that we can and should be taking and um you know in the in the leader this week i have offered to any company out there who wants to 
learn more from these results and turn words into actions you know I've offered my time to come in and talk to them about mm the you know the sort of the results of the survey in a more um granular um level of course protecting everyone's anonymity but you know there is a lot of useful stuff in there that we can do to make a difference can i just say um a big thank you actually to all of um everyone who sits on the eg inclusive content panel because they um helped very much with pulling together the survey and have, have made sure it's been um, shared uh, widely and thank you to everyone who took part and, and shared their stories because they are very very helpful and um, they will be turned into action so thank you for that and our friends at BAME in property are um, uh, offering um, support to anyone saying you know if they if they want to um if people are sort of affected by the survey or you know there are other all sorts of other things going on then do drop um Bayman property in an email and um they can help they can help too so the email for Bayman property is hello at com, and i would recommend um them to to anyone out there and obviously one of the problems that that we face and that, that is apparent from from the findings of the survey is that um, the views of uh, respondents from a white background on how much of a problem it is are markedly different from those of people who are actually suffering because of it. Yeah, yeah. It's easy to say we're getting better when we haven't got a clue, isn't it? When you're you're not at the yeah. um, at the receiving end of any kind of inappropriate. Um, mm behavior and and yeah the the figures are they're really stark in that if you're if you're white you think we're getting better and you, you don't think we're good and def I definitely there was definitely not you know every every white respondent saying hey we mm. fixed this this is all fine but the the level of progress yeah um, or the perception of the level of progress was was massively different for example on the senior um um the senior positions 75 percent of of white respondents said hey we need to do better there we're not doing well enough whereas mm. for our black and um asian respondents a hundred percent said uh, no, no you're not doing anything anything good there there's nothing like progress so you know i know 75 is still a really um strong number there but there are you know it's not a hundred percent and mm. and clearly we are not we are not doing well there because another part of the survey asked well how, how many you know how many visible um uh ethnic minority leaders are there in your business and the vast majority of responses were either none mm. i don't know or well maybe one two definitely less than five mm. um and there's a lot of uh talk in the responses about lip service and, and words rather than action isn't there there definitely is and 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 i think i think that's really fair because i think we have all uh, there is a lot of of talk and we saw this after the black um, black lives matter um movement sort of really came to um came to a, a um to the fore last year where you know so many people turned their um instagram um black and and said a lot said a lot of things but as we can see from from this survey not a lot has been done and there is still 
this overwhelming feeling that um and someone said it in one of their responses actually that that money is more important than morality at the mm. moment or doing the right thing and that if you are perhaps a senior person in real estate that says something you don't another person doesn't feel confident to call that out because nothing is really going to happen to that person because they bring in big fees and that is that is not the view of the market that we want is it and you know obviously money has been a, a greater than normal concern over the last 18 months so has there been any mention of how uh, the pandemic has, has uh, maybe uh, obviously during this this same period as you mentioned you know, we've had that increase of awareness with Black Lives Matter but is there also on the corollary as is there mention of how it's kind of fallen off the agenda because of the the, the focus on on dealing with the pandemic and and you know remote working and things that's a good word corollary <laughs> and I, I'm just pleased I, I pronounced it right I think I like it sounds yeah. nice um yeah, we we asked about um, COVID, and the there was the results there weren't actually as um, as telling as I as I thought they would be. I thought um, I thought that COVID would have had a much more profound Im- impact, but responses were um, a little bit um, sort of less stark there. But you know, from um, reactions that I've had since we published the the report on on Thursday have you know have been it has it has fallen down the agenda it definitely feels like it's fallen down the agenda and bringing peers in at this point sort of talking about lack of action this this week peers you've been looking at um the decade since uh, the Tottenham riots which were prompted by yeah. the, the death of Mark Duggan a, a black man shot by police back in August 2011 and it is hard to believe it's been 10 years uh, but you very much describe it as a, a lost decade yeah i think that um i mean not so much me but, but some of the people that i spoke to do feel that that it's been a decade in which not enough's been done um and others feel that it's a it's a decade in which the wrong things have tried, have been done and, and attempts have been made to do well to sort of either fix the wrong problems or to provide the wrong fixes for, mm. for the problems um and it's it's quite interesting how it does sort of tie in with what what Sam was just talking about that that there does again seem to be a bit of a gulf of experience and a bit of a, a gulf of understanding. But um, and and that thing of, is intention ever enough? It, can you really solve things by making promises and talking the right talk as opposed mm. to performing the right action? Um, but yeah, it has it has been ten years and things things have happened in Tottenham. I mean to say that that. There's been no development and no um, no regeneration is is not at all true. There has been um, an awful lot going on, but but it hasn't been what in the year eighteen months immediately afterwards um, was wanted or expected or mm. that, that people thought would be driven through. And the main thing about that is um, it was uh, Sir Stuart Lipton who who wrote the report and. Um, he was asked to do that by Boris Johnson, who was then mayor, um, to basically fix the problem. Mm. That was the brief. Um, and and the, the brief itself is extraordinary, that he was asked to go in there and use development regeneration as a way of solving the root causes of the Tottenham riots that then spread to London and Bristol and Manchester. And he's, Stuart Lipton is, is 
a huge believer in the power of, of development, the power mm. of regeneration, and he, he's right to be. Um, he's he's got enormous faith in that. Um, but whether that whether that is something that could have ever been done is is debatable. Mm. I think whether the root causes of what happened in Tottenham are incredibly complex. Um, there are no quick fixes. There are no simple solutions. There's there's nothing that you can do by waving any sort of a magic wand, let alone the magic wand of regeneration. Um, but I think he feels certainly, and he's, he's clearly very angry about this, um, he feels that what could have been done hasn't been done, essentially. Um, but then you've got the other side of that, which is um, the, the communities who who feel that, that the talk about regeneration firstly happened too soon, that the conversation sort of should have stayed with the communities and how they were feeling and how they were being affected and what prompted this action. What, because as you know, as I said, and as people said at the time, it, it started with a peaceful protest. This was a peaceful response to a terrible thing that happened. The response went to a regeneration solution instead of looking at, at how, what people were saying, that they were feeling, what people wanted. Um, so there are, there are communities in Tottenham that are still incredibly angry by the fact that they felt that regeneration was being imposed on them, that the development was the wrong sort of development. There was talk of, of getting a, a, an improved mix in the community. Um, and any time that some of the communities heard that, they felt that that was, to use their phrase, social cleansing that they were being moved out and you know it's and it kind of goes back again like i said to, to what, what we were talking about before that that you've got to have these conversations the right way you've got to that the intention is always going to be good i think from people like Stuart lipton from people like even boris johnson as mayor and with leveling up now yet the intention is surely good but you've got to have that intention harnessed in the right way you've got to listen to what people are telling you before you can go in there and try to fix their problems so on the one hand you have people like Stuart Lipton who believe in in this force for good of regeneration um and he talks about it he says that that it's the development industry that's dropped the ball that, that we can fix the housing crisis that we can fix these problems and it's it's powerful stuff but on the other side, you have people like Councillor Armit, who's the new leader of Haringey Council, so Tottenham's her patch, um, who's from Tottenham, you know, it's very much her community, and she thinks that, yes, development will help, regeneration will help, of course it can, of course it has that power, but you have to have these conversations, it has to be done in the right way, and that the real problem actually for her is things like austerity. Um, the real problem for other people is the um, the attitude of the police towards the communities. The real problem for for other people in the communities is the fact that their communities have been sidelined and not spoken to and not listened to properly for for so long. So it's incredibly complex, um, and I think that that it's taken ten years to get to this point, and hopefully it won't take another ten years to get to a point where Tottenham is all that it can be, not just. Uh, for the sake of a, of, a, of a wider city and a wider um, nation, but but for its own communities. You've also, haven't you, Piers, got to have 
you know, this goes back to the the survey as well. And the whole whole point of it is really highlighting the fact that there isn't there is not diversity in real estate. If we had mm. teams um, from uh, you know from across different social classes, from a, across different geographies, all sorts of things, we regeneration actually could fix these problems because we would we would know and understand them and some of us will have lived lived them so we can have a conversation with the community that is genuine and that the community buys into and then and then we can then we can fix the problems but if we've got you know uh, us three talking to to uh, a location or a, a people that you know we can we can do our best to, to understand. We can work hard, but you know we, we've ne- we've not lived it. How mm. how could we really fix the problem? Yeah. So and we need it, you know we need less of us. Yeah. <laughs> it's Very interesting. Much, yeah. yeah. Um, and obviously you know we, we've discussed this before. We discuss this every time. And there will be those, uh, e.g., readers, listeners, subscribers who maintain that this isn't a problem and that e.g.'s repeated coverage. Of, of this topic is, is, if anything, racist against white people. They'll, they'll threaten to cancel their subscriptions. So if they listen to this podcast at all, they'll have turned off after 20 seconds, probably. So short of waiting for those with shockingly out of touch views to retire or die off or whatever, is there any prospect of educating them? I, th- I think so, because I think they will get left, they will get left behind. I think it won't be as as quickly as some would want them to be left behind mm-hmm. but I just I just I hope anyway and and I believe that there there isn't a future for viewpoints like like that it's um I do think I'll be much slower than any of us here here want but you know it it's not it's certainly not going to stop us talking about it it's certainly not going to stop us um doing something about it not just talking talking about it so um you know if they don't feel that the magazine is the place for this discussion then you know if they don't want to read it they don't have to there is there is other content in the in the magazine um for the that might be more appropriate for for them but um we will continue to dedicate um time resource and all of our heart um to these issues that that are important for business and for humankind. Um, I'm sure uh, I'll speak for peers as well, but we, we totally echo uh, those views, Sam. And then um, for all those of you who have uh, listened to this whole podcast, uh, thank you for listening to EG Like Sunday Morning. <laughs>